Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Calmly Create Wealth Podcast, U.S. Equities Edition. My name is Marcel Mares, and I'm a portfolio strategist for Century Funds. Today on the podcast, we have Jack Hall. He's a portfolio manager, and we'll discuss U.S. equities. But before we get started with questions for Jack, I want to provide you with a quick update for Century U.S. Growth and Income Fund and Century U.S. Monthly Income Fund, which, by the way, was just awarded a fifth consecutive Fund Data A-plus award for an outstanding performance. So congratulations to Jack and the rest of the team. Year to date, the Century U.S. Growth and Income Fund is up 9.6% versus 6.4% for the S&P 500 index. And the Century U.S. Monthly Income Fund, which is a balanced fund, 70% equities and 30% fixed income, is up 6.2% year-to-date as at April 8, 2021. Also, both of these funds are first quartile year-to-date, which is a reflection of the fund's positioning for the reopening. So this is a great start to the year, and it's building on the long-term track record for these mandates. So first question, Jack, can you address the improvement in performance year to date? And are you seeing a more lasting rotation from growth to value? Yeah, good question. So I think the performance um, improvement year to date is really driven by a style shift in the market. And I think this style shift really favors the way we invest money. And why I think this is if you look back to periods of times where you have um, flat to rising interest rates, um, our, our funds have performed uh, top quartile, top decile. Um, so coming out of the great financial crisis, uh, these funds did extremely well. And, and the reason for that is our focus on cash flow growth um, versus revenue growth. And, and frankly, in, in times of where interest rates are essentially zero, um, the market puts a, a higher premium on the ability to drive top line growth, even if uh, the, these companies aren't profitable or generating free cash flow. However, when you have rates that are, are rising, um, the cost of capital goes up and cash flow today is worth more. Um, and so we think over time, and we've seen this in previous cycles, the market will put more of a premium on companies that can grow their cash flow. And we've already seen that really since um, the announcement of the vaccine in October. So even before uh, kind of those year-to-date numbers, we've seen significant outperformance in our funds. And uh, for numerous reasons we'll talk about later, I, I think this is just the beginning of a multi-year um, expansion. And frankly, if you read Jamie Dimon's uh, letter or annual shareholder letter they published the other day, uh, he, he would agree with our views. That's great. Thanks, Jack. In terms of your outlook, what do you see over the next three to six months? Well, I, I think over the next three to six months is going to be a pretty important period of time for, I guess, society and then obviously the economy. Uh, so when you look at um, Dr. Fauci in the States, and so the common belief is that you need 60 to 70% of um, people to be vaccinated to kind of break the transmission um, cycle. And, and right now in the States, you're kind of at that like 40% mark. And, and you're starting to see some green shoots, frankly, like you turn on the Blue Jays game, there's, there's some fans, the Masters, we got some fans. Uh, you're seeing economic green shoots everywhere. Um, but when you're really going to see a return to normal, I think is when you get to that kind of 60% vaccination number. And um, currently the U.S., they're talking like end of May, 60% of the population might have one shot. So they kind of use that as a rough ballpark. Maybe you're more into kind of June, July, um, when you hit that point, that inflection point where like the, uh, the transmission uh, it has been broken and we can get really, truly get back to normal. And I think when you get to that point and even kind of before you get to that point, just to ha- due to how much pent up demand and excitement there is, um, you're going to see consumers spend. And savings rate right now is the highest it's ever been. Um, and two-thirds of the U.S. economy is uh, driven by the consumer. Uh, you're seeing like flight travel data just kind of shooting up. You're seeing, frankly, even um, like 
the amount of money people are spending their homes, just lots of areas, lots of areas for a lot of excitement. And so I think that's only going to grow over the next three to six months, assuming the kind of this vaccination uh, pace continues. And sorry, I should add one more point in. Um, never before have we also seen um, kind of where we could have such significant growth, but at the same time, you have the Fed out very loudly saying that they will not raise rates on forward expectations. They have to actually see the inflation, um, which frankly means rates are not going higher uh, in the next three to six months. So you're going to have low rates, pent up demand, improving sentiment. And on top of that, throwing some government stimulus. I, I think the setup is, is really strong for um, U.S. equities over the next three to six months. That's great. Those are all really good points. One last question, Jack, we've been talking about these funds being positioned for the reopening. Can you share a few names that you like within this backdrop? Yeah, so a couple areas. So, so one that I think is interesting, and I have talked previously on podcasts about this, but like I, I still really like MedTech. Um, I, I think uh, a lot of procedures have been deferred because, frankly, people are just scared to go to the hospital uh, with this many COVID cases. And I think uh, that industry, um, as you get to a, a more normalized environment, plus um, the strain on some of our healthcare systems will be reduced a bit. You're going to see a lot of those pent up procedures, pent up demand uh, come back. And so one name we like is Medtronic. Uh, they focus on uh, pacemakers and a lot of cardiology type stuff. Um, I, I would suspect that you can delay getting some, say your pacemaker, uh, replaced for up to six months. Um, but you can't delay it forever. So I would imagine a lot of those procedures will, will take place. Um, you also have this dynamic, especially in the U S where hospitals, um, frankly, they, they don't make very much money on a COVID patient. They make money on surgeries. Um, and so, there is a huge economic incentive for these hospitals to uh, uh, get the, the procedures going again, uh, get the kind of the, all these surgeries caught up on. So I, I think you'll see Saturdays. I think you'll see a lot of pent up demand kind of uh, working through the system. So we like that. Another name that we like would be kind of on the reopening theme would be Liberty Braves. Um, so they, they own the Atlanta Braves baseball club. They own the stadium around the baseball uh, club and the, or, or sorry, the stadium and they own the real estate around the baseball club. And I personally think, and they've already announced they're going to go to 50% capacity, but I think there's just huge demand right now for, for consumer experiences. And I, I think uh, the valuations of these teams, if you look at the Forbes valuations, they have not changed much despite kind of one year of, of losses. Um, I, I think you'll, it just will play perfectly into kind of what the consumers want right now as we reopen, particularly if they feel safe to go, go out to a baseball game again. And so those will be a couple of the names that we like right now. That's great, Jack. Again, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate your bottom-up insights. For the listeners, if you want to know more about Century U.S. funds and other Century funds, check out ci.com and join us next week for another update on Century funds. Thank you and have a great day. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. 
Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns net of fees and expenses payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.